Welcome to 2021, Experian listeners. This is Wellcast episode three, again with uh, Ben and Lindsay. Uh, Welcome to the show. We've got some excellent interviews as usual and some mindless nonsense also as usual. Uh, We hope you enjoy the show. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Ah, so Wellcast episode three, Lindsay. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> we did, we did. We're back after, back refreshed after a Christmas and New Year break. We both had a couple of weeks off, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say refreshed. I definitely feel like chocolate lethargic. Yeah, you're also giving birth in three weeks, so I, I guess am. you're probably not getting the most Hopefully, rest. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I also, I guess did a lot of socialising over the times. So I'm embracing dry January, which has refreshed me. Oh, um, but yes, it was good Good two weeks to not be in work, though. That was good. Yeah, no, that was good. Netflix definitely got... Um, yeah, it was lots of Netflix <laughs> action over the, yep. the festive periods. Not much else you can really do when you're pregnant. So, yeah, eat, eating and watching stuff. Good, good. Um, and Christmas, Christmas time, obviously, a time of giving gifts and receiving gifts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you get any weird or fantastic gifts? One, you, any you want to call out? Oh, well, it was definitely the type of gift that made me feel like an old woman, <laughs> but it's so practical and it's just amazing. So I got a bath caddy. Um, a bath as, caddy. Yeah, as part of my Christmas present. And it's essentially just a big block of wood that you put on your bathtub and you can put like a book on it. There's a bit for your phone. There was actually a bit for like, if you want a beer or I'd imagine maybe a coffee or a tea or something. So you don't, um, you don't have to leave the bath really. You don't. You, ha- you can have everything there, no. stops it getting wet. As long as you've got warm water, then you're fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and it just gonna means that you can put electronic stuff on it so you don't have to worry about electrocuting yourself. With it falling in the bath. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, I thought that was quite a cool present. What yeah. about you? Um, nothing quite as, because that's genuinely useful. Unusual, yeah. but useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I got unusual, but not so useful. So we did a secret Santa with some friends. You know, you've got, you're nominated to give each other a gift. And I received a game similar to the game Top Trumps which yeah. is where you've got loads of cards and you've got a, you know, you're normally fighting against someone else who's got different cards for categories and whichever has the highest points in that category wins. Um, but this game was called Plop Trumps. Plop. A little clue there. So <laughs> essentially... What goes plop? <laughs> yeah. Essentially, all the cards were different types of animal droppings. Ah, so the okay. categories uh, would be things like how big they might be, how firm they might be. Right. So I guess a very childish card... Game. Out of curiosity, what animal does the biggest, do you know? Uh, well, it's got to be like a hippo or something, Yeah, I right? reckon so. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't didn't memorise <laughs> all the categories. Back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, time, next time. Next time. We'll play. It can be a real live. <laughs> it's a great, great game for, for a well cast, that is. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we're back. Back for the new year. Um, we haven't got a contingency plan for... Uh, Lindsay's maternity leave yet so we're taking yeah. applications if you'd like to co-host <laughs> with, with me you know, and, uh, for three months yeah expect a lot of a lot of applications to come in um, so the show today we've got two guests again the usual format um, so we have Katie-Ann um, as our ex- uh, sort of longer term uh, staff member that we're interviewing mm-hmm. and new starter Abhinav Thakur who joins as the 
Head of Analytics for the Center of Excellence in India. Uh, so that's our two guests. Very good interviews with those guys. We just yeah. just got off interviewing them actually. Though. Very, very good. Um, and I guess maybe we'll just reflect on the previous show. So um, We're all about feedback. You know, we're always mm. asking about it. It's the only way we can grow and make this more appealing to you guys. Continually improving. We're always looking to iterate, yeah. you know, in the X-Labs way and you know, improve it as we go. Um, did we have anything from previous show yeah so Sherilyn said that the bell the sleigh bell noises were a little bit too loud which is fair enough but hopefully you know sleigh bells aren't going to be a it's not a continuous thing right it's like a one once a year thing yeah um, and if it, we make it to December oh my god could you imagine us December next year I, I think it's unlikely I mean, I doubt right? it, yeah, yeah. No. I like the way Sherlyn thinks that maybe I've got any sort of control on how I can change the noises <laughs> of these things. And maybe I was in my mixing studio. Yeah. What it actually meant was that this Pete stock Tom. podcast <laughs> app didn't have sleigh bell noises. So I had to yeah. find, the, find them on the internet and integrate them, yeah. which to be honest, was, I was pretty pleased with. But anyway, yep, again, more constructive feedback from Sherlyn. She's a, a frequent feedback giver. Exactly. And um, then... Yeah, April's parole officer checked mm. in to see how she's been because her, her stocking's been quite dormant for a while. Yeah, yeah. post um, what she shared with us last time about, exactly, um, about stalking that guy at university. And so. then falling in a bush. Was <laughs> yes, that yeah, in yeah, a she bush? fell in a bush, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so there was that. Um, we had our competition. Um, so people might recall, we were saying how many listens did our first episode get and whoever was the closest would win a prize of zero budget. Um, yeah. So our just winner, a shout out, yeah, yeah. I mean, the prize is just a shout out. We've got we've got nothing else to give. Um, so our winner was Joe from X Labs uh, with fifty. Um, she was the closest. The actual number was forty six. I think you guessed twelve, right? I did. Yeah. Um, I was amazingly surprised by that forty six. Remember, my mum listened a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. Ben's mum. The whole Moreau family it. is, is <laughs> avid, avidly listening. Um, so yeah, Joe got fifty. She was within four. Um, she was also the only entrant. So could have said anything, Joe, to be honest, but you were very close. Um, uh, and you, there is a prize. There is a prize. We, <laughs> you're immune from being interviewed for, for one month. So you yeah. have, um, you have immunity, um, which see, most people, when we now say, would you mind being interviewed? I, I am sensing a general sort of, oh, no, do I have to? Yeah, I'm quite nervous, to. but quite scared. <laughs> yeah. It's two crazy people. It's yeah. okay. It's always over quite quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just obviously in the, the mind frame of a new year and mm. whatnot, um, new year resolutions, what's your feelings on them? I'm not really, so I've, I've tried to keep new year resolutions before and I just don't see the point, right? Because I'm lying to myself. Mm. I'm going to say I'm going to go to the gym all the time. I'm not going to eat crap and it just never works. So I have just gave myself two very clear goals and they're big ones, right? Mm. So the first one is to birth a child successfully, <laughs> yep, which I hope goes well. Yep. And the second one is to keep her alive, which I think is a very big task. So I think that's going to be mine. Get two goals. I like the way that you've stated them as goals as if they wouldn't have been goals if you, <laughs> if you hadn't like written them on a whiteboard you've in your kitchen. You've got to back yourself, though. <laughs> I know. You've got to back yourself, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good goals. I've got the same goals. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I also don't really do resolutions mainly because I don't like conforming and doing what everyone else is doing and agree you could do goals any time of the year, right? But I, there's a couple of things that I would like to do or I'm thinking about maybe doing this year. One, um, so 
I quite like nature and I, I've, dis, I've got a group of friends that are all, you know, we've discovered some nature experiences you can do in Singapore. We went to oh. Changi Beach and picked up some weird animals and stuff, uh, aquatic life the other day. Oh, yeah. And I've learned that there's an animal called a kalugo in Singapore, which is like a sort of, like a sort of gliding squirrel thing that clings to trees. Oh. It's pretty cool, pretty weird looking. Um, so I'm going to found some nature tours that they don't guarantee, but they think they might be able to get them. Maybe a pangolin, the little like armadillo looking things. Oh yeah. So I want to find those. It's again, not a resolution. It's more just a thing I'd like to. What would you do if it flew into your face? Uh, I don't think I'd like that, <laughs> but that would be the sort of story I want to get from these nature experiences. Do you know bats are actually quite, so where I live, there's like, <laughs> there's a lot of trees mm. and I've had a few near misses with bats by the way so I just have a feeling that like it's is this because you dress in black quite a lot do you think they some... sort of are drawn well, to you well they're blind right so yeah. if you're walking I guess that's true they can't see the colours you're wearing or whatever, yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm just convinced it's going to happen one day a few near misses anyway I'll let you know yeah, good. Well, hopefully, but I mean, if Kalugo that, search sounds fun. Yep, Kalugo search. That's uh, that's my goal. It's pretty um, it's a pretty small goal compared to yours, but never mind. Yeah. You know, I reckon mine might be actually harder. To uh, do. I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, good. Well, that's our that's our goals. Uh, maybe we should get on to our our first guest. Yes. Uh -huh, our uh, first let's guest. Let's move with on. Abinav. Yes. <laughs> Okay, welcome to our first guest, uh, Katie Ann Lowe. So Katie Ann has been with Experian over 10 years across many countries, UK, Sydney, Singapore, Hong Kong, currently in Sydney, um, works across both, our first guest that works across both teams, I think. So the yeah. Southeast Asia team and the strategy and innovation team um, across strategic projects, um, uh, across risk and compliance and, and various things. Uh, so a host of critical work streams, uh, Katie-Ann. Um, just one thing of interest from our research into your background, Katie-Ann, you, you know, a lot of, lot of time with Experian we've called out there across, you know, you've been networked with many different people, you've worked with many different teams, um, still yet to receive a LinkedIn recommendation. Um, <laughs> Listen, this is just a thing that Ben is very hung up on, LinkedIn recommendations. So yeah, it's you're not the only one. <laughs> it's, it's just information. I'm just giving background. Just haven't received one yet. Um, I think you're going to need to have a, um, a tech tip on how to boost your presence on LinkedIn. Well, Lindsay since has actually asked for one, but she asked yeah. for one from me. So I'm not sure this is the right way to go about it. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, yes, welcome to the Wellcast, uh, Katie-Ann. Very, very happy to have you on the show. Um, and uh, we've got a few questions for you. Um, so in advance, we sent you a few over. Um, you vetted out a few. Um, so we're only going to ask you those. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we'll ask you the ones that, uh, <laughs> that you prepared for. Um, Lindsay, yeah. would you like to kick us off? Of course. So the first question is, what was your your best day in 2020? <laughs> Well, I, I definitely think my best day was when they announced here in Australia that uh, the kids were going to go back to school. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So were you having to do the homeschooling paired with working scenarios? Yeah. Yeah, it was oh. a bit of a shock. We, um, I, uh, I have two kids and uh, one had just started daycare at the beginning of the year. Um, he's just turned two. And then um, my other daughter, she uh, had just started her first year at big school in kindy. 
and so um, it was pretty much only like maybe about two months in or less than that into the new year and um, pretty much had to get dragged out again and, and for me to start learning how to be a teacher which was a bit daunting mm -hmm. so I think I only ended up having to homeschool for about two months actually which is much better than I think some of our other colleagues in other countries but I must admit I think um, the old side a big sigh of relief when the news came across so I was very happy yeah, and, and you, know, you mentioned your, your kids there, Katie Ann, so Sean and Jared, um, and I, I admire you for not betting out this question, um, but which, which one is your favourite? You know, I didn't bet it out because I figured I would do um, the politically correct answer and say that, <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're both my favourite. <laughs> they have but their which favorite. one's really your favourite? It's always the second answer, it's not the yeah, whoever's not pushing my buttons on a particular day. No, I think um, I think um, you know they're both at very cute ages. So Sian, I think being six, she's she's sort of coming into that age where you can actually have adult conversations. And you know there are times when she teaches me something new, you know that I I kind of never really um, appreciated that she would do. So definitely when it comes to joy in life and appreciating all the magical things that happen in everyday life, I think it's been really special, especially in this. Um, time of COVID, um, so that's when I really do appreciate her the most and her innocence. Um, Jared, when he's not being a ball and chain to the side of my leg, <laughs> um, he, he's just really sweet and, you know, obviously wanting lots of hugs, which can be tiring, but also just so adorable um, at the same time. And I know everyone always tells me you have to um, appreciate these young moments. So, um, yes, lots of exciting times for you too, Lindsay, in space. Yeah, coming up. I know. Looking forward to it. Do Do you think they're quite are they quite similar? Is it hard to tell just because Jared's still quite young right now, or do you think they'll be kind of like opposite personality types? Um. So I I think they can be actually quite opposite. It, it's funny. I think um before Jared came along, I always thought Siam was very shy. Um, because she was she was extremely quiet. But I think I've noticed that she's very quietly confident. Because when I see Jared, he's very boisterous and noisy. But actually, he seems, it might just be age, but he seems quite scared. So there's a lot of experiences when I think back to what Siam was doing when she was his age. Um, you know, she definitely is much more of a quiet daredevil than Jared, who's just loud but a little scaredy cat. So it'd be interesting. Typical unsubtle boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All awesome. right. And um, so say you're independently wealthy and you don't have to work another day in your life, what would you do with your time? Yeah, I kind of struggled on this one because I think um, there are quite a few things I'd, I'd love to pick up. But, um, you know, one of them that really kept on coming back in my mind was really just to pick up the guitar again. Um, I used to learn when I was a kid uh, and I think just typical of that age I kind of saw it as something my parents were forcing me to do so I never really appreciated it as much as I really should have and I think I, I probably got up to my high school years when I really started getting into you know, my own love for music that um, I um, you know admired people who were in these famous bands that could just you know really play the guitar really really well and um, you know tried to set up our own little high school band with a couple of my friends, even though none of us really knew how to play an instrument very well. Um, so it was kind of all of those flashbacks to that sort of time where I'm now also, you know, trying to nurture the love of music in my kids. And I actually just recently bought them some ukuleles um, to try and, you know, introduce them into the instruments. 
And I noticed that, you know, I was kind of the one sneaking away into the bedroom trying to get some quiet time to just, um, you know, watch some YouTube videos and figure out how to play um, like famous ukulele songs. What is it? The What a Wonderful World, I think, is, is the one oh, yeah. that everyone can play. Yeah. So you can anyway. form a little family band, Katie-Anne, sort yeah. of, uh, basically your kids would never have to work either. You've got enough money and you could form a little sort of, um, uh, sort of family band of ukuleles. That'd be amazing. I know. It's, like, it's, hard, it's quite hard as well, though, right? I've tried it. I went for lessons and I just couldn't retain. Like, I couldn't, like, I could do it from, like, listening to it, but it was a reading of the music I really struggled with. Can you play? No, I've never even bothered trying. No. It's, like, too much effort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the recorder and school. Yeah, was awesome. I don't have musical ability. I probably don't either, but that's probably why I want to try. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Got all, got all the time. Um, all good. Um, so maybe more to an ethical question, mm. Katie Ann. You know, something, um, you know, more about animal rights and you know, whether, <laughs> whether this is allowed. Do you do you think? And this is a completely just out there question. No reason why we want to ask this, but do you think <laughs> it's right? that animals should have Instagram pages? You know, I think why not? <laughs> Purely for no reason at all, except to say that, um, you know, if it spreads joy to others, then why not? And I so happen to have a new little pup in our family. Oh, oh what a coincidence. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, well. I it, <laughs> yes, and I, and I found it quite interesting that, um, you know, my husband, who doesn't usually like social media platforms and things like that, um, definitely didn't want to get our kids on any photos being uploaded onto social media of any sort, um, mm -hmm. found that he actually really was driven to set up an Instagram page for our new little puppy. Um, her name is Maya. She's a schnoodle, so she's a cross poodle with a schnauzer. Um, she's Amazing. Black. Yes, black in colour. And she happens to resemble, whenever we go for walks, people always love pointing out that she looks exactly like Harry McClary, if anyone knows that um, children's book. Um, and so yeah. because of all the attention she gets, my husband decided to set up an Instagram page, try and liken it to Harry, Maya Clary, and um, <laughs> I kind of hope to maybe um, make us millions from you know all the millions of hits he's going to get. Of everyone following Harry Maya Clary, and then maybe I won't have to work in yeah. That's true. This could be the path to your ukulele future. I know. Yeah. Uh, how many followers does Harry Maya Clary have? Uh, last I looked, I think she had 30. <laughs> okay, might be a long, long journey. Long road Did ahead. Did you get a little Harry McClary Santa photo shoot for Christmas on Christmas Day? Did you have any props? I definitely had a Santa hat on my golden retriever. Um, which she tried to eat. Mm, good. Because <laughs> she does. It's on her head. Yeah, of course. Like any any dog, I think is going to have to be um subjected to the Christmas dress ups. Fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the child when she comes. <laughs> yep. <same. laughs> yeah. Um. And so, if you can have any fictional, um, anyone fictional as your imaginary friend, who would you choose and why? So I really had to do a little bit of a throwback to, again, my childhood, um, to Astro Boy. I don't know if you guys mm. have Astro Boy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I used to you know, be totally obsessed with him when I was a kid and uh, you know, had dreams of even marrying him and, of course, having that problem of him being <laughs> <a robot. laughs> Um 
and I think there was actually your husband going to be feel threatened by uh, <laughs> a boy coming back into but, your life, Katie Anne. <laughs> yes, this robotic boy entering my life. <laughs> Maybe, but um, yes, I've always um, kept my my love for Astro Boy. So even again with my kids. Um, when I found that Sian started to get really interested in comic books. The first comic book that I tried to find in the Singapore Library, so they are there, are um, Astro Boy comics. So the original ones from you know Japan, obviously dubbed in English now. So um, yes, if ever you want a little bit of a read and you want to find out about the almost superhero type stuff that Astro Boy got up to, then uh, definitely check out the Singapore Library. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so you told us a bit about yourself. You gave us a few few areas that we could ask questions around. So you've done a whole load of traveling and exploring in your time, Katie-Anne. Um, you've been to Everest Base Camp, Galapagos Islands. You've been backpacking around loads of different countries and continents. Um, so I wanted to ask two questions here. Um, mm -hmm. Which moment did you cherish the most? Um, and what was the moment here that like made you almost your lowest ebb where, where, you, where you were crying as well? What were the two sort of highs and lows of all this traveling you've done? Oh. So I'd probably say um, the high, probably and also the low, would be when we were um, traveling around South America. So um, my my boyfriend, who's now my husband, um, we went for three months around South America. And um, actually the, the first um, country we flew into was Colombia. And uh, this is the moment that made me cry. Um, essentially, he proposed to me in Colombia. So we were going on some hikes in this national park called Park Terona and um, we came to this beach, a kind of secluded beach where um, there were signs up everywhere just saying to be careful because it was a turtle nesting ground and I noticed that um, you know Ash kind of wandered off and, and I didn't know really where he'd got to and when I finally caught up with him he was like trying to signal me like, come here come here I can see a, a baby turtle and so I came following and I was trying to look he's like come here a baby turtle look under that bush and I was looking at him and going, um, that's a toy, you know, because it was this toy-looking turtle. And he's like, no, no, quick, come. And I was seriously going, what's wrong with you? That's a, that's a toy. And he ended up, um, you know, bending down, getting down on one knee, reaching for this toy, and essentially um, opened it up. And in the shell of the toy um, was his little makeshift ring, which he made. So, um, yes, totally took me by surprise. It, just must have fit perfectly because um, he had been carrying around apparently this little toy turtle that he had bought for some reason. I don't know why he wanted to propose to me with a turtle. Um, and then when he <laughs> came across the beach, he just felt it was the perfect moment. And yeah, and we got engaged. And that was probably the moment that I cherished the most. Um, and then probably the moment that made me cry was on however many hikes we've done. And I guess the pain of... Um, going up some of these mountains, as you mentioned, the like Everest base camp and stuff. Um, also, like some other like volcanoes and things. I think the pain in my legs, I don't know why I keep on going back for more, but um, at some points that definitely uh, nearly brought me to tears. It's always worth it when you reach the top though, right? That summit's yeah. what gets you through it. Yeah, definitely. And especially like, I guess with Everest, we, um, we did it over a, a New Year's. Um, Actually, that was meant to be my our honeymoon. Very, very romantic, not really. Um, but yeah, getting over to um, the Everest Base Camp for sunrise on a New Year's Day, that was pretty magical. Yeah. Amazing. Good answer. Oh, thanks for sharing that. That's really cool. Um, all right, so we have one final question. 
If you mm. could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? And you're not allowed to make it a ukulele. You've got to make that a lady of love. I'm not giving you that one for free. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got another one that I very much lack skills in. Um, I would like to learn uh, Chinese. So, you know, Mandarin or Cantonese or any any other dialect, really, because um, so for those of you who don't know me, um, I was born in Australia, but my heritage is uh, Malaysian Chinese. And um, I have been basically embarrassed numerous times, especially when I lived in Hong Kong, that um, I don't know Chinese. So, you know, the looks of disgust when I walk into a restaurant and people try to speak to me in Chinese and I have to say oh I'm sorry you know can, can you please speak to me in English it kind of got to the point in Hong Kong where um, I would send Ash my husband in um, before me because he's a guaylo so he, you know, he's half English um, half Sri Lankan actually and um, by no means will anyone assume he should know Chinese so they would automatically revert to English and then I could happily follow behind him without feeling a guilt in the world or at least um, I don't can't see the judgment <laughs> as they lead us to a table and give us the English menu. So um, yeah, I think I think uh, Chinese would be a good one. I think shame and guilt are as good enough a reason to become an expert in something as anything else, Katie. I think that's uh, <laughs> really acceptable. <laughs> just to, just to not feel bad. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Katie Ann. It's been awesome speaking to you. Um, thank you for sharing all of those with us. That's been fantastic. No, thank you for having so much. your show. No you problem at all. Every lane. So yes. Appreciate yes. it. Fantastic. Thank you, Katie Ann. Speak Thanks. to you soon. Thank you. Guys. Bye. 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 Uh, so the first guest was Katie Ann. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. It's okay. That's how well prepared we are, yeah. guys. Um, but you know, at least we got the at least it was the right episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, April's back. Abinava's in this yes. um, episode, though. He's just yep. a, a wee bit later on. Yeah. Uh, so we have a new feature. We're continually thinking between episodes. Um, we thought that we do quite a lot of jokey stuff on this show. Yeah. On um, and off air. Yes. Uh, beyond beyond the interviews, where people actually have something interesting to say. So we thought we'd use Lindsay's HR and um, you know recruitment experience. I've been experienced a few years, and we try and give a little back. Um, so the new feature is Ben and Lindsay's career corner. Yep, that's uh, what we're going with for now. Yep. So look, we haven't got. We're not going to spend hours giving you big spiels. We've got to give you quite short tactical things that you can do. Everyone can integrate these into their workdays. Yeah, everyday life. Um, but they'll get. These are things that get you ahead. Um, so. These yeah. are things, guys, write them down, get a pen, put this on pause if you need to, get a pen and write these Post down. Post-it note this is, These are gems, nuggets of wisdom gold yeah. that you really want to integrate and make this, make this part of your, yeah. your work day so that you can, you can get ahead. We um, also will need you to write a disclaimer somewhere that if you're let go, um, for any reason from Experian, that it's not a result of the tips that we have gave you as part of the career corner. So it is, um, you know, to your... At your own um, yeah, portion. Yeah, that, that disclaimer will be will okay. be coming round. So with that being said, tip number one. So when speaking to someone more senior than you, you should ask them. Everything's so quiet in your end. You make it seem like you're more senior than the person and that they do no work and then you gain the upper hand. Very, very useful just to get, get you up to that level. Yeah. Very, very helpful. Um, second tip from me. Um, if someone's organised a really large event... Um, go up to them, go up to the hosts and say, 
Uh, well, John, um, I didn't think you'd be able to pull this off, but you've done a really good job. Shake their hand and walk away. It implies that you didn't think they had it in them and that that piece of work was just a good job, which makes you seem superior. <laughs> yeah, and the last one is <laughs> when your boss keeps calling you and you simply just don't want to answer, you could just stare at your phone, wait for it to stop running, and then you could text them back several hours later, letting them know that you were on back-to-back -back calls. It makes you sound like you were actually really, really busy, and hopefully by then they would have found someone else to do whatever they needed you to do. Yep, very, very <laughs> useful. Um, if either of our bosses are listening, we definitely never do that. Never. <laughs> never. Good, and that's Ben and Lindsay's career corner. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few of these guys, so you know this will Stay really tuned. capture the listeners. Um, now we have our uh, sponsor message. So um, we've actually, the sponsor message is um, an internal one this time. So now that we've got, you know, we've made a lot of money now from, from our sponsors in the past, um, yeah. we, we're now, again, more giving back. So we're using this as a, um, as a platform um, to, to give some internal messages. So let's hear from our sponsor this month. Hi, it's your friendly HR representative here. We are always looking for ways to help you de-stress at work. When I feel stressed, I often look to my leaders for inspiration. Take Sophie Smith, our regional HR director, for example. Sophie knows that music can play a huge part in helping to de-stress. So when Sophie gets stressed, she locks herself in a room, puts the hardest rap song she knows on and screams at the top of her lungs. Look out for that in the office. And then take Asri Dean, our head of M&A. Asri uses visualisation techniques to imagine that he is more superior than any other being that breathes. Although he says when reality hits, it can be hard to cope. If you need any more advice on keeping calm, please just do reach out to HR. We are here for you. Uh, so welcome to our uh, second guest of the of the Wellcast. Uh, this is our new starter, our customary new starter, uh, Abhinav Secure, um, taking over the head of analytics center of excellence uh, in India. So Abhinav has recently joined from Deloitte. Um, previously, has been at Barclays, HDFC, and Reliance Jio. Um, so looking at a bit of your background, Abhinav. Um, so we do very extensive research for our guests. Um, uh, we spend a lot of time. A lot of time yeah, researching, I guess, researching a lot of time. time. Um, so uh, I looked at your LinkedIn profile. Uh, the most LinkedIn endorsements you have is within statistical modeling with eight, a clear lead. Uh, secondly, <laughs> risk management with four. Um, and interestingly, despite, um, you know, a pretty impressive uh, CV and background, you've never received a LinkedIn recommendation. Um, just, <laughs> just something I picked up from the, from the profile. Uh, but there's always time. There's always time over the experience. Um. <laughs> Listen, he's only kidding. Like I've maybe yeah. The next one will be coming from Ben. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've got endorsed for some really weird stuff. Like I used to work in oil and gas, and I've been endorsed for drilling and um, deep water ocean rigs. Yes, yeah, true. Stuff. At least so your endorsements are relevant yeah. to your career. Abhinav. Lindsay's are just yeah, mine's are. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. um, but, but anyway, less about uh, less about oh, our. Yeah. Uh, um, our very, very poor research. So tell us a bit about your, your role, Abhinav, uh, what you've been brought in to do and what you're excited about um, tackling first. 
Sure. Yeah, so uh, I joined uh, three weeks back, almost uh, 20 days old in experience now. Uh, so the clear mandate for me is uh, the following. So we have a very good foundation. Uh, we have a very good team right now. We have an exciting portfolio of products that we are uh, uh, we already have and that some, some bit of it are also coming now very shortly. So the clear mandate is that how do we uh, grow from here? So we have a particular level reached already, then the foundation part. Now is the time to get the growth with the pandemic uh, almost behind us. So how do we get to a scale now? So that's a clear mandate for me uh, in, on this role, yeah. Fantastic, thank you. And your home life? Um, uh, how are things, you know, what, what's, what's happening at home? Tell us a bit about you outside of work. Yeah, so I have a, a nine-year-old son, okay. Uh, who feels like uh, five years old sometimes, two years old sometimes, <laughs> and 20 years old sometimes. So uh, depending on uh, the, uh, his mood, uh, sometimes he's too mature, sometimes he's just like a baby. So uh, yeah, a difficult kid to manage, but um, that kind of um, helps me in my job also uh, to deal with all sorts of problems. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and my wife is uh, currently uh, teaching. Uh, so that's about my life. Right? I'm based out of Mumbai. Oh, that's great. Um, all right, and if you had a full day to yourself to do whatever you wanted to do, how would you spend it? I would do a lot of coding. So that's something that I miss a lot uh, nowadays. So uh, I would do a lot of coding, uh, work on uh, new algorithms. So that's something that uh, kind of uh, I miss a lot nowadays uh, because it's mostly I'm on calls and uh, talking to people. So that's the time I would use to um, go back to what I love the most, yeah. Coding and working on new algorithms, data science algorithms. You're definitely in the right role than ever now. So um, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> You've definitely been well. Um, and do you have any, it's a new year, it's a beginning of January, do you, I don't know if this is something that you buy into, I think me and Lindsay sort of partly buy into this, but, but not particularly, but do you have any New Year's resolution, resolution sorry, or goals? Um, and have you ever managed to keep any in the past? Because I think uh, certainly we, we make the resolutions, but uh, they don't, they don't yeah. often don't last long. It's interested if you have any sort of plans and goals for the year. Yeah, so I have uh, had a lot of resolutions in the past as well. Haven't been uh, able to keep them beyond a month. Uh, but this, yeah, this year, I want to go for cycling every day for 30 minutes. That's my um, only one resolution. So what I've realized that if you keep too many resolutions, very difficult to keep. I said, fine, let's keep only one resolution and let's uh, stick to that. So far, I've kept it uh, in this year, but let's see. Yeah, and that was to go cycling for 30 minutes a day, yeah? 30 minutes a day, early, early in the morning, yeah. Early in the morning. I oh, got a new bicycle also, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's always good. It's like when you get a new set of gym clothes and you're all geared up to go in the novelty world. <laughs> <laughs> how's that? We're 18 days in at the time of recording, Avanav. How is that How is that going so far? Uh, so come again? So we're, it's the 18th of uh, January as we're recording right now. So we're 18 days into the new year. How is the uh, yeah. resolution going so far? So far, I've kept them. I've uh, gone on cycling every single day for the last 18 days now. Excellent. So, so far, good. Yeah. So, it has already broken the previous year's record for 18 days. I've never kept a promise. So, <laughs> uh, already <laughs> on the right track. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Um, all right. And do you know? Do you use any social media platforms? If so, um, what's your kind of favorite channel? Um, yeah, we're really intrigued to hear people's thoughts on TikTok. I think that's what all the young kids are on these days and things. So it'd be 
good to hear your thoughts on social media platforms and what you use and what's your favorite one? Uh, social media, frankly, I don't uh, use much. Uh, so there's something I want to talk about social media. So there's something very ironical about social media. And that's the reason I kind of uh, restrict the usage. So what it does, social media, it brings your, uh, so there are like your set of friends and families and some are very close to you, some are not so close to you. Social media helps in bringing people who are not so close to you a little closer, while people who are actually close to you become a little less closer. So that's the problem with social media. It's good in some ways, but yeah, it's not so good in um, uh, many other ways. I would rather prefer to uh, pick up a phone and call my old friend uh, rather than spend time on, uh, on a social media. Yeah, I really agree with that, to be honest, because like, even one of my friends the other day had uploaded like pictures of our daughter's first birthday and I said to her, oh, can you send them to me on WhatsApp or whatever? Because I'm not on Facebook and I couldn't see them. But it's just everyone's go-to, right? It's like the default is to upload everything on a platform online rather than just message someone who you're quite close to. Um, so I think that's it's quite interesting. No, but there is, there is a problem with that, actually. So a lot of my friends actually call up and say that you have become very rude these days. You don't like my photos anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so that's wow. another, Are you still alive? <laughs> Wow, so you don't like photos, they start telling you that you're being rude. That's, that's a, a weird construct that social media has created, isn't it? But that's the, that's the way value friendship, yeah. Don't change, Abhinav, you stick to not, you <laughs> stick to not liking pictures. And <laughs> agree, agree. And maybe the other extreme then, Abhinav, so we're going to take away social media. You're stuck on a desert island forever. Okay. Um, we're not going to, you know, we're going to give you a few things you can take. And I've stolen this from Desert Island Discs, um, which people will be able to recognize. But you can take two books, would you? So which would you take? And you can take one luxury item um, uh, to take with you as well. What would it be? Uh, just one, just one clarification. Uh, will the calls be still there or no calls? Uh, calls, yes. So, yeah, you can, if the luxury item is okay. associated with it, yes. Okay. No, no. So I meant to say, will there be office calls uh, there also? Or oh, no, 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 no office calls. You're, you're, you're okay. in life, you're on the island yeah. and, uh, um, yeah, yeah, out of work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So a couple of works, uh, books actually, um, which I kind of uh, really like it's nonfiction, uh, but that kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. So, so we all grow up and have a certain belief about us and we take a lot of things as granted. So we start believing things that, um, the way we see things, we believe that that's the reality. Uh, but sometimes what I say is reality is overrated. And those two books actually, so one by um, Harari, which is uh, uh, called Sapiens. Uh, I'm sure you must have uh, heard about it. Sapiens is one book. Uh, the other is by Anishab Talib, which is uh, on, uh, which is called uh, The Black Swan. Uh, the, both these books actually challenge your uh, thinking, the kind of thinking that you got uh, while uh, studying, while being in college, while being in office. We all have certain beliefs and that these two books actually challenge the entire premise of what we believe. So, so in case of a Harari book, actually, uh, it talks about like um, how humans are the most dangerous species on earth. So, so I got to realize I'm, I'm so dangerous actually. So we kind of wipe out so many species now. So, so that, that was a very interesting book to read and I want to read that again. Uh, uh, second was by uh, Khaled, uh, which, uh, because as a statistician, we all believe that um, Mm. that there are uh, certain distribution we all uh, kind of know that everything in the world under the sun we can actually put it under a statistical distribution uh, we rarely give uh, any um, importance to the outliers that happen which are a reality we all see that during our lifetime we haven't seen 
certain type of things and hence we don't deliver. Now, after uh, COVID, they all are now smarter saying that certain things like um, this can happen. And uh, so these things actually make us smarter. In terms of what we have realized now, um, and that kind of book also helped me to understand is that uh, uh, the reality is um, more random than we thought. So, so it's more random, more uncertain. So it's important that we kind of uh, acknowledge the fact that we are very ignorant. Uh, we have very limited understanding of things. And, and, and that's the way to be better prepared for things. Because if you come with a certain mindset that this is how things can go right or wrong, or this is how things are supposed to be, uh, then we are uh, in for a shock. So, so that's one um, book I kind of really like that it tells us about, and it, even before this pandemic hit us, that uh, the world is more random than we thought. So uh, it's better we, uh, we should be prepared for uh, uncertain times. Great, two good choices. Um, they're, they're both very good books. With that. And you're allowed a luxury item as well that doesn't have to be a book. Is there, would there be something that you would you would take as an item um, for the island? Um, maybe I would take a camera so that I get good pictures. Uh, so when I'm back for, uh, to the normal world, I'll get to see them. Yeah. Oh, you're stuck on the island forever, so you're not coming back. But still, a camera <laughs> will be. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like maybe chocolate or yeah. yeah. No, still good. Yeah, that's cool. Great. Um, and then we have one last and final question. So which app on your phone do you use the most? And what's the best app discovery that you've ever made? Uh, I use a food delivery app called Zomato a lot. So um, for two reasons. One uh, is I'm a foodie. So I, I like mm -hmm. to experiment a lot of foods. And in the house, you will be given a certain type of food only. So I try to experiment using this app. I uh, tried all different types of foods. All, uh, so India has a lot, lot of variety of food, actually. So I, I try different varieties, I exp try experimenting them a lot. Uh, so that's uh, the most uh, frequently used app on a daily basis, I try to use that. Uh, the other thing, uh, I mean, yeah, in terms of discovery, yeah, there are a lot of offers sometimes I miss on them actually. So if you have a, uh, if you study those offers uh, well, you can actually plan your week uh, uh, based on the offer. So there are a lot of offers which I kind of missed out uh, earlier, but now uh, because of uh, the fact that I'm paying a lot more attention to what is the trend on the offers that is coming, so I, I make the most of those offers now. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of cooking as well, Abhinav. I'll have to have to chat to you about that. Um, I'm you? often talking to my team about sort of Indian cooking I'm trying to do, and they're lamenting me doing mm -hmm. it the wrong way. Or yeah, did you cook a biryani? Biryani? Do you like uh, Ben? Uh, yes, I have that? cooked a lamb biryani. Um, I have a cook yeah. called Dishoom, which is like a, I think it's some Indian restaurants in London. They brought out a cookbook. Um, and I did. Oh, okay. it, was, it actually came out really well. Um, I'd never tried one before, but it was. It's quite a lot of layers to it, isn't there? Like it's. Yeah, yeah. Complex. And, and I there are varieties of uh, biryani actually. Uh, there are many varieties actually. There is a Lucknowi biryani. Uh, there is a Hyderabadi biryani. They are all. There is a Kolkata biryani. So they all taste uh, very different, uh, but very unique in their own respect. Yeah, I will get those recipes from you, Abhinav, later on. Yeah, so both yeah, sure. me feel like super guilty. I have, um, I can make fajitas and a chicken pie. <laughs> and there, there's like my two dishes that I'll rotate. <laughs> and yeah, you know. That's fine. That's, if yeah. that's all you need, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> some suggestions for you for Zamata though, yeah. Abhinav. Chicken pie and fajitas, if yeah. you haven't tried those already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, Abhinav, thank you so much. Um, appreciate you. doing uh, the interview with us. Um, 
the, the wellcast will be out uh, in, in a week or so. Um, and uh, you can, you can uh, listen to the, to the fame that is there amongst <laughs> the other about 15 people that also listen to it. <laughs> thanks again. Thanks Thank again. We'll speak so to much. you soon. Take care. Thanks, Susie. Thanks, Ben, for your time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Downloaded. <laughs> no, I think I'm still recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, it's up here. Stop recording. <laughs> All right, so that was our Wowcast episode three, wrapped up delightfully with our two guest speakers and career corners and new year resolutions slash goals and stuff so yeah hopefully we'll be back well we will be back in february hopefully i'll be back if i don't go into labor before then Get one, um, one last show in before. one last show in before i pop um but yeah and then career corner that'll be back we'll, we'll wait for the feedback it might not be back i know it might not be back. <laughs> we might be like oh yeah there might be as well yeah we'll see yeah. i think they're valuable tips Yes, so we hope you all enjoyed it and stay tuned for the next episode, episode four. Bye, everyone. Bye.